Feeding a Thought, a forum created to share one's thoughts and views to provide thoughtful, provoking conversation, assist one to make the necessary adjustments as they cope with life's challenges. By no means does this podcast attempt to persuade you to see things as, as I do. Just another opportunity to look at things from a different perspective. Taking a new approach or a new view to maybe an existing thought or situation. I don't know. Let's get in. Let's get in. Hmm. What are we getting into? Maybe I should say let's get out of. Because the topic for today is really one that all of us have been affected by one way or another. And that one thing is, yep, drum roll, doo-doo-doo, stress. Today's topic is, if I can, I'll try to try to explain some possible ways to avoid stress or maybe reduce the level of stress that we encounter on a regular basis. Stress has been the leading factor to many of us um, inability to live a healthy life, forcing us to make adjustments one way or another. And in those adjustments has altered our way of life. Hmm. When you really look at it, stress is a factor that we do really don't understand. It gets, it makes us powerless. It gives us so many in, inabilities to do and achieve things. <coughs> Excuse me, but it exists. Now, you do know there is such thing as positive stress, and we'll call that you stress. And then we have that other one, which is negative stress or de-stress. No, you're not distressing and saying that you're going to diffuse yourself. No, we're not going there. We're using de-stress, like T-H-E stress, that all of us embrace. See, you stress is positive. You know, this is that 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 kind of a feeling you get that I can go and get it done. You know, that motivation, that push, that that firing you to do a little bit more. You see this lack uh, a lot in what they consider adrenaline races and stuff. You know, when people um, be trying to achieve things, especially like athletes and stuff like that, you know, they get in this zone and they, they use that stress of not making the shot to come back down and make three or four shots or the, the, they, they don't embrace failure like rest of us embrace failure. They, they look at failure as another opportunity to do again and be successful on the next trip. But the stress is the one that all of us embrace and it's negative because this is the one that's tied into so many other things. When you begin to deal with stress in a matter that brings negative negativity upon you, this is the one that have you worrying because the light bills are not paid or your kid may not make it to college or something has happened to cause you be in a difficult place and at the time you don't have an answer to get out of it. It is my belief that stress, although it comes in many forms, there are times when we can control or at least reduce the level of input that the stress puts upon our body. I don't think we always have to alter our way of living because of stress. Because then, wouldn't I say I accept it, stress, that there's no other alternative but to embrace stress and stress will be the leading factor to me becoming or doing whatever stress want me to do? Think about it. So many people that you see have issues in life that would 
prohibit them to doing some of the things you can do. You know, you got some people born with one leg or no legs, no hands or plenty of hands. You have people that have one eye, two eyes, but they find a way to adjust around it and live what they consider a normal life. And to me, it's probably the greatest life because if I only have one leg and I'm still able to move around on that one, how would I know what it's like to have two? Because I've never had it. So I'm not going to worry myself over and over again about two legs if I'm able to operate in one. Yeah, from time to time, I may say, man, I wonder what it would be like to run on two legs. But it's not going to worry me as much as if I had two legs and then you took one from me. Or I had two hands and then I lose one. Or if I had two eyes and one I went bad. See, if I never have it, I'm not going to give as much stress or most focus to that stress because it's not gonna exist until someone begins to remind me that I don't have. You ever think about going around the world and you see all these pictures of kids not having the best of life, but they have a life. They're out there playing around with little hoops and a stick and they're running up and down the street, hollering and laughing. They may not be the most cleansiest people that you see, but yet they look happy. And it's not until you go over there and you look at them and then you evaluate their their life to your life. And then you look how grateful you are. Maybe they're looking at you from their perspective and seeing how cursed you are. Because they learn to make have fun with whatever they get their hands on. They find joy in that. But you over here have a certain image and a certain style and a certain type of toys that you must play with in order for you to find the same joy they find with whatever they pick up off the ground. I'm just saying. They have joy. You have stress. Because you have taught yourself that if you don't have a certain amount of things in your life, then you're not successful. Well, others would just be glad that they got up in the morning and able to walk. Or maybe get up in the morning and have a place to lay their head this evening. You're sitting up here worrying about where your next meal comes. And that stress there kinds motivate you to do things which alter your life, alter your well-being, or better yet, bring you a false reality of what you think a better life could be. Whatever it is, stress is the leading factor of it because you give more power over to your stress than possibly looking for another way to avoid it. Businesses can be brought about by stress. Um, They don't always deal with the right outcome. But you stress will have a person sitting there trying to think of a creative way to get the job done with the least amount of effort, but motivated to get it done. Where the stress or de-stress will cause you to sit back and wonder all night and all day losing sleep on how to come up with an answer that you can't find. And the very answer may be getting up and asking somebody else for help. But because of pride and other issues that are combined with this stress, you can't do it. I'm just saying. That's brought on by you. Sometimes you have to entrust that there are certain people around you or certain things that you can do or certain places you can go that you can get answers to help you to deal with eliminating or reducing or making a conscious decision to better your situation. And there are sometimes, no matter what you think or what you do, it is what it is. You need to look up in your mind and make an imaginary scale. One being up the top would be positive stress, which we call you stress. And on the bottom half of the scale, tilted, it would be de-stress, the negative part of your life. 
You should try to find a way that you can balance these two. There will never be a day when everything is positive, but there will be a day that you can find some balance in your life. And what I mean by balance in your life, you have to understand there are certain stresses that affect your body that you have no control over. How many times do you sit back and wonder about how the weather is going to be? How many times do you sit back all night and pray that it doesn't rain or it doesn't snow or it doesn't sleep or it's not a hurricane, it's not a tornado? The only thing you start thinking about this is when the weather reporter tells you that these things are facing your area. Other than that, you could care less about it because you have programmed in your mind when these things happen, there will be a negative impact on your life. Instead of you looking at something positive and say, you know what, if it is going to rain or storm, you know what, I just hope I'm able to get to work before it pours down. And I hope that I get home safe and sound before it pours down again. And if I'm in the water or I'm in the rain, that I have a safe passage to and from. And if there's a hurricane coming, Prayfully, I'll be able to get in my car and evacuate the area. And if not, then I'll be in a safe place where I'm not going to be caught up by the destructive means of the hurricane. You all that live in the northern part of, of the United States, you know that during certain times of the year, you have the winter burst. You're going to have some snow. You could avoid that if you really tr- you know, troubled about the snow. Move to a place that has the least amount of snow in those, in those years. Or... Create a, a way that during that time of year, maybe you can relocate your job or get a job that will let you work from home and you can travel during that time so you don't have to face the areas of the snow. And it goes for any other storm. If you're facing it, if you have means to leave and go somewhere else, then do that. But in most cases, we can't. But it doesn't mean that we have to accept that these things are going to bring some of these catastrophic things on our life. We just understand that there are things that are out of our control. None of us can control the weather. We can't. I don't care what people tell you. You can't sit up there and tell it to rain or not rain or stop or snow or whatever. You have to deal with it as it comes. If you can come to the realization that some things are out of control, then guess what? For that day, maybe you balance some things out. Maybe your stress and de-stresses came to an even and you're just dealing with the normal way of living. Normal stress. There is a level of stress that no matter what you do is there because you're human. As long as you got a mind, you're going to think. And sometimes you think so long that you think yourself out of possible answers that could relieve stress or introduce stress. You just take yourself to a place where you worry yourself enough. And once you worry enough, then the stresses start to build up. And then you start stressing about things that are not even in your control. But you do. You do this because it's common for us. We want to stress in some cases. And believe it or not, you got some people that are just professional stressors. They go out their way to find things to worry about. They find their ways. This, and then you can tell who they are. Just look at their health. You tell them they got a headache. No, it's worse than a headache. It's a migraine. And I feel my blood pressure rising. And I feel this. And I feel that. And they say, you know, they got 16, 17 different elements bothering them. When it's all psychological, it's just one negative thought that hit their mind. And instead of them pushing it away, they accept it and pushed it forward. No one ever sits and add, add talk about the levels of stress that comes when, when knowing that if it, if it rains or it thunders, they go outside, they pull out an umbrella, and they deal with the element. They don't sit there and stress about the fact that it's a possibility they're going to get wet because they know going into the rain is going to happen. But then you have those other people that go out there with the umbrella, with the rain jacket, with the boots, and get mad because when they get in the car, they have to take all those layer of clothes off and get frustrated because 
they took preparation to make sure they would be wet, but then they get aggravated because the very preparation it is caused them to spend time taking off the very garment that they put on. You get stressed about that? Why? Didn't you eliminate the possibility of getting wet? But didn't that come with consequences? And you're telling me declothing is something that you should be stressed over? To me, it makes perfect sense. Why not? But for that person that has, it makes perfect sense why they do stress. I, I, I don't know. And I'm not judging them. I'm just telling you how I look at things. Again, this is a place where I'm just sharing my thoughts. I'm not trying to trade you to see it my way. I'm just having you to sit there and think about how you interact with things. You sit there and stress yourself about your kids. And there are some things that you just can't do. You can't take the test for the kid. You can't make them study. You can't get in the classroom and answer all the questions. You just got to trust what you taught them and what you have shared with them will all line up and to help them reach a certain level of success. Right now, just to get out of whatever grade they're in or college, whatever it may be. But I'm going to stress myself over and over again because I've given you the tools and you don't want to utilize the tools. For some people, that's a great stressor. That's not mine. I don't know. I just don't see why I give so much effort over to something that I may or may not have control over instead of giving my time and and patience to something that I do. It's amazing how none of us sit up here and fall out because we utilize the positive stress, the you stress, to motivate us to go out and do these things that we achieve on a regular basis. Getting excited about a job interview, going up there and acing it, and we're feeling all pumped and all high about it. Then we got to take the 20 minutes after the interview to calm our nerves down. That was okay, especially when we know we did good. But as soon as you have that high moment, the low moment comes when someone asks you what you think and you say, I did good. But then in the back of your mind, you're wondering if you did good enough. And until you receive that phone call now, you begin to stress because you put so much value on getting this job because this job means a means to an end and it gets you from one place to another. And you wouldn't know what you're going to do if you don't get the job. See that de-stress just ran in there. Why you just can't be comfortable? You did your best. And if it doesn't happen, it wasn't meant for you and you move on. Stop adding all your uh, monetary needs and stuff and putting it into a big pot based off in one possibility. One answer is going to solve everything. You live in a life and you've been living here long enough to know that there's always curves. There's always situations that arrive. There are always things that come about that challenge the way of your living. And you all allow this. And I include myself allow certain times in our life for these things to control us when actually we control it because we can say to ourselves, I've done my best and that's all I can do. Everything else is in other people's hands. I cannot make somebody do for me. All I can do is present my best me to them and prayfully that would be good enough for them to select me for that whatever position. But if that's not the case, Am I going to get down on this? No. What I'm going to do is look at that and think about some of the things that maybe I could do better. So the next opportunity that comes up, I will put a better foot forward. And if I done all that I can, I can just say it wasn't for me. It wasn't for me. The secret to avoiding stress is knowing when you can sit back and say, I've done my best and whatever happens, it isn't for me. This wasn't laid out for me to achieve. I'm not going to accept this failure because 
I'm not a fail. I don't fail. What I do is look at the term failure as another opportunity to do better, another opportunity to get it done, another opportunity to advance, or maybe an opportunity for me to reevaluate my current progress and to see what I am seeking is that for me. Sometimes we get caught up trying to do so much and it's not even in our equation is what somebody else has introduced to us and we made it our own. Sometimes you're taking on problems of other people trying to solve their situation when it wasn't for you to do. Everything that comes your way is not for you to have an answer to. Everything that falls in your lap is not for you to address. Sometimes just like cooking or eating cupcakes or eating anything that create crumbles, when it falls in your lap, what do you do? You don't walk around all day in your lap. You gather it up and you dispose of it in a trash can or whatever. Or if it's some type of dust that falls upon your body, you don't walk around all day in that. You wipe it off, shake it off and keep moving. You got to understand there are ways to avoid stress is just that, shaking it off and not taking ownership to it. You all there sitting there and going through some of these medical problems that you're having and the doctors say they can't see the reason it is, it's because you allow and you accept stress and these stressors are killing you, killing your dreams and your hope. And in some case, physically killing you. I don't know all the answer how to deal with stress because I don't understand all the chemicals and all the, 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 the factors that affect the body, all the imbalance, the firing off the ions and neutrons and all that stuff that goes on in the body that would create these moments of, of stress. And I'm not trying to find the answer. They got scientists out to do that. But what I can do as a psychologist is look at this. What if we change our view? What if we embrace stress as a way of achieving and look at it and say, you know what? Those things that I can control, I'm going to focus on. And those that I can't, I'm going to accept that that means something else has to happen in order for me to find a balance. And if I believe that mentally I can come to an understand like that, I believe at the end of the day, success will be mine. Just by changing a small part of how you perceive stuff, a small side of your, how you comprehend things, that might be the difference between you having a healthy living life, doing the things you want to prosper in, being successful in different measures versus you becoming, quote, a failure. Always finding doubt, always finding shame and falling back into that woe me. Hey, again, I don't have all the answers. Nor am I saying what I'm sharing with you is the perfect way to go. But what I am saying is I want to thank you for taking your most valuable time with me. We pray that this session has provoked a thought that opened your eyes to an ideal, which stimulates the mind to take action. You're one of unlimited possibilities. Take advantage of that opportunity. Create a better you. Change your mindset. Change your approach. Avoid where you can and disconnect where you can. If you don't take ownership to it, it's not yours. So until we talk again, be blessed.